Welcome back, lads and ladies, to Game Week 9 on the Feeble Players League podcast with another instalment of Feeble Football Knowledge from Feeble Players. I'm Taylor, and we have a little change to the usual this week. Josh is off gallivanting his life away, and um, so we had to call in an upgrade. You could call it an upgrade, we call it convenient. Uh, <laughs> so we thought, who, who better to fill in than somebody who already lives here and doesn't have to travel and we don't have to treat like royalty? Join with me today on the host sofa, it's Emilio. Hello, hello. You Good happy to, to be, be back? Here. Yeah, very happy yeah. to be back here. Um, I, fi- I heard that Josh just quit because he heard how good I was <laughs> and he had to uh, flee the country. Yeah, we are here with a very special guest yeah. today. The We like to call him Shit Ollie. Yeah, I, this was this was really harsh. We touched on this in in game week one, and we'd love to hear your your opinion of yeah, it. Yeah, don't love um, the name. Don't love the name. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Let's go into that. Josh coined it you at the start of the season. Um, I didn't realise I was shit on it until about game week three. <laughs> <laughs> I kept reading it and be like, oh, that's me, Ollie. And then I'd be like, shit, Ollie. And I'm like, hang on a sec. <laughs> but but you're really, you really are battling for, for this name and, and we'll touch on it a bit later on. But you're really trying to just trying to show Ollie what for. I'm trying to get reclaim my name is basically what's happening. Yeah. Earn the right to not be shit. That's what we're trying to do. That's all we're going for. That's all we're going for in life. <laughs> so, Ollie, how long have you been playing FPL? So, I mean, according to the statistician of the group, it's 12 seasons now. That's amazing. Which is a I long think time. you must be the longest playing player in our league. Yeah, actually. I mean, I didn't know that much. The reason I kind of got into it, and I remember my first season really enjoying it, it wasn't even FPL. It was, there's like a, Texaco like championship version that I did and it was like I had like Adel Tarat and Peter Whittingham in my team and stuff like that <laughs> and that was when I like really started and I think I did just like the fantasy Premier League on the side and then obviously I think that's gone defunct now um, but yeah no 12 seasons a long time Man, still, so still, still, still yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You think you might have learned a thing or two, but uh, it really does yeah. prove that experience counts for nothing. Yeah. I think we're going to call you Steve Bruce from now yeah. on. Yeah. In the game for long enough, but how yeah. not to just throw up the learn anything from it? Uh, so, what was your best finish in those twelve seasons? So, well, last season was my best points total. Okay, which. Let's get this on the tape now. Came second in the league last season. Did you? I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. It was quite, yeah. I think Charlie Allen was third, which... Okay. Yeah, again, reiterates. We had a bit of a... Full knowledge has nothing to do with it. Nice season, didn't we? Um, but I think my best ever kind of finish in terms of, um, sort of position in, in total was 18-19... If I don't remember, did, did you do? Did you do a Spurs last season? And you were at the top for a while. Yeah, I did. So, I mean, in my, I've obviously got other leagues in my work league. I was Show top off. miles away. <laughs> Stop. That's, that's a weird brag. I'm not got there. Do they call you Sherlock? <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> my dad owns the company, right? Um, and I was like, yeah, miles away. Like, I, I, this is all in the bag. And then just the last, like, I did a Spurs mm. last few weeks, scrambling for points, just dropping down the table in our league. Um, I had, like, a good, like, last game week one or two, which kind of got me back into second, because I think... Going into the last week, I think Charlie was ahead of me. And then I think I got ahead of him by like a point or two. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I did well last season. I mean, my, my, my strategy last season was 
get goals and had the likes of, you know, Kane, Haaland. I think it started off with Mitrovic and the team. And I think it brought Tony in. Whereas this season, Tony's banned to January. <laughs> Mitrovic's moved abroad. Kane's moved abroad. I mean, they've got Haaland still, but he's not doing amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, just trying to figure out the season. But yeah, last season was a, was a good season for me. Proud to get seconds. Yeah. Let's go for number one this year. Oh, wow, for number one. We'll see. We'll see. So, so we were going to ask you what your hopes are, but obviously you just said that you 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 are really going to fight for number. I one. mean, there's many different hopes. Hope number one, don't finish last. Yeah, don't have to sing. <laughs> Absolutely, that is. Hope number two, and, and like we'll get on this later, the battle of the Ollies. Yeah, and you know I, I'm not. I'd, I'd love to get first, but I want to be kind of Champions League places. I want to be kind of like mm-hmm. top four. You know, we're starting to see in the league now. There's a bit of a difference between the bottom and the top the mid mid table is kind of heating up nicely so yeah I'd like to be in there in and about the kind of the big dogs um, you, you certainly don't want to be the lower side of the divide that is no exactly that, you know you, you want to be kind of you don't want to be doing your own battle and like you know in sixth or seventh or whatever and you know there's two three guys below you that are miles away and then there's everyone else above you so you kind of want to be battling with people so yeah I'd like to get kind of top four-ish kind of stay around there Um, ambition there that is amazing so um, moving on to your personal football choices Wow. What team do you support? Tell the people. This is this is the. I, don't know, I wouldn't say it's controversial because no one has an opinion on them. But I am from Somerset, so unlike everyone else in the league, sport local. I'm not a glory supporter, and whoa, whoa, whoa. I support <laughs> I support the iconic giant killers, Yeovil Town. Oh wow! Town. They go. they came so close to being a Premier League team. It's and it's all gone very downhill since. I'm seeing things on like Twitter and Facebook and stuff being like spare a thought for Yeovil fans mm-hmm. and like I am that fan because oh, I can't remember what season it was now. We were in the Championship. I remember watching us play Leicester. I mean, I went to the Wembley League One Player Final in was it mean like 2013 yeah, I, season. I, I obviously being from down that way as well. I had a I had a large group of friends mm. go up to watch that those playoff finals. Yeah, what game it was, but. I mean, we beat Brentford, which iconically I now live opposite Brentford Stadium, who are now well-established Premier League team, got great managers, great players. We're in the Vanarama National League South. That is, that's so Vanarama cool. National League South. It takes an hour to say the league you're in because you've got to be so specific. And yeah, obviously we've had just like so many relegations, you know, kind of a bit of turmoil, like three ownerships, I think, in the last 10 years or so. Um... Yeah, it was great when we were in the championship for that one season. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not a happy sporting. It's just been doom and gloom, relegation after relegation. So I was my local team. I actually support the other decent team in in Somerset. Yeah. I, I went the route of Bristol. Bristol yeah. City. So I, I actually, wish I'd gone that route. <laughs> yeah, they're actually doing bits in the championship at the moment, aren't they? So that's promising in terms of a local perspective yeah I mean my dad's from Bristol so I kind of thought maybe you know I should have gone there but you know once you once you pick a team you can't really change can you and the amount of times I've been like this is it I'm not supporting them anymore and yet every week I'm there looking at the scores but we're doing well on top of National League South so stick with it stick with it it's alright because here right here right now we are going to make you pick 
a Premier League team that you do you support that? I mean, that's it's a tough question because I've got allegiances to Brentford because I live opposite it. Yeah. I want them to do well. Not, and this isn't just because I mean this here. I do love Newcastle. Yep. Yes. The words, I kind of have a feeling you would say. Well, that. You, there's always a player that you, you know changes your views on football, and you know he goes, "That is the player I want to be like." Yeah. And that man is Santiago Munez. <laughs> Goal <laughs> was the best film yeah, ever made. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's watch it. But, you know, also, you know, contrary to what I just said about supporting Oval, I do like watching good football. Mm. And I feel like when I was really into my football, like the years, and, you know, this is probably controversial to say, the years when Man City got t- taken over, I remember that. I remember that really like, vividly, watching on Sky Sports, them getting taken over. The years that followed that, they and had some, then, had some fantastic you know, the years of like weird didn't, teams. Didn't like, actually yeah. know who was going to win the league in those years. I remember City winning it on the last day. Yeah, I mean that was. Oh, the, I remember one being of the in best. The pub watching that, and there was it, you stood in the middle of two rooms because one room had yeah. Manchester United playing and one room had Man City. Yeah, playing. I remember just stood there like watching them both. It was crazy. That was. The, yeah. I mean, I remember that so game being. Like, I was like so excited for Man City because I do like you know even when Liverpool won the other day or a couple of years ago. I like seeing teams win the first time. I love it when Leicester yeah. won. And I remember being so excited when City won. They can stop now. Yeah, yeah. you know, it does get boring after a while. Like, I mean, when I grew up, you know, not that I had a team to support, but I you know, used to say, like, oh, I support Manchester United. I hate them now. I cannot yeah. stand them. Good idea. D- detest them Good greatly. Choice. But yeah, I, I like Brentford. I like seeing what they're doing and, and you know, local teams kind of where I live now. So you're going to choose Brentford over Newcastle? Yeah, I think we're going to have to. I think yeah, that's actually an admirable choice, and yeah. I like that. I was a little bit worried that you, for a second, that you were going to pick Man City. Yeah, um, I thought you were going down that road as well. well. I was. <laughs> and <laughs> final answer is Man City, actually. I looked at the stats, and <laughs> I'll be happiest. They've been the best team. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to choose Newcastle because of big old Dan Byrne. That's I mean, Dan Byrne, what, yeah. a Yeovil legend, what player? What yeah. man? He's the man, and just scoring the Champions League now. I know. So. Yeah. He scored in that playoff final when we played Brentford and you ever put a tweet up about him the other day being like scores in big games. Brentford League one playoff. Not his first time. Paris Saint Germain <laughs> Champions League final or Champions League Champions League. Oh yeah, soon. <laughs> Love it. Right, moving on, let's have a look at the league this week. Um, Ollie, you actually topped the league in points. Why do you think I'm on the pod? <laughs> I planned this perfectly. <laughs> I tell you what, actually, it, I mean, this one was a little bit less organised because Joshy's away and he does a lot of the organising for this. He's he's our guest liaison, liaison manager. Actually, is his official role. Um, so it was a little bit last minute, but all the other podcasts we've booked well in advance. Everybody that we've booked to come onto the pod has then had a, a fantastic week in fantasy. It's a bit of when's Posh Sham on? Oh, yeah, <laughs> last week yeah. of the season, triple captain. <laughs> um, actually, there's only there's only we've, we're through halfway through the league of of guests, so uh, he's got to be coming up soon. Um, hopefully. Hopefully his work dies down a little bit. He will not bit. be having a good game week. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might put he might put some put, put a bit more effort on it if he knows he has to come and answer his crimes on the pod. Yeah, I think um, so. Bring his own game. He hasn't done I mean, too I mean, badly. He's not done badly this week. No. But I tell you what, I'll run us through the, through the league really quickly. Topping the league for the second week running, uh, he's had another great week. It is Josh again, annoying little bastard. He's not here to yeah. he's not here to gloat, which is we're grateful of. But fifty six points this week, four hundred ninety four total. 
Then really hurts me to say Sam is second. Oh, he's just picked it there. He has one point. Yeah. So he got 61 points this week, uh, 481 total. I myself got third, 51 points, 480 total. But I tell you what, I spent four points on transfers this week, and I'll touch on it a little bit later, but that's really cost me. And then, Ollie, yourself, like we said, had an absolute stormer of a week. 66 points for the week, 476 total in fourth place. Uh, Emilio... Kicks me out of the top four. Yeah, he did overtake know. you this week. 47 points for you. Not great. Uh, 461 Not great. total. Teddy, 59 points, 440. Four three four two. Teddy. He's really, really showed up since he's come onto the party. He's he's kicked on from here. I tell you, an awful week. Yeah, from, stinking. From not shit, Ollie. Honestly, you're really, uh, really going to get a case it. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say, guys, some points. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> whoever whoever finishes top of the league this year gets to be Ollie next year. Like Top of that, the league. No, sorry. What if I win? <laughs> I have to be Ollie. <laughs> Legally change your name. Oh, no. no. Whichever, whichever Ollie finishes on top in the yeah, league. Yeah, I've got that. Is the one true <laughs> Ollie? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be Ollie next year and, and the other person will take the shit Ollie name. Charlie Allen, down in eight, 50 points, 413 total. Um, and then Posh Sam, uh, 56. That's a relatively good week by... Sam standards. Yeah, that's very um, good. Yeah. 323 points total. It's um it's a long it's looking a long way back, isn't There's it? There's a gap there. I think he needs a miracle. He needs an a really inspired triple captain, I'd yeah. say, to get it, him yeah, in the conversation. It's, it's looking like danger time already and, and we're eight weeks in, so I mean, I, I still have some faith in him that he like he's, he's gained each week on on Charlie. The last two weeks, he's gained on Charlie, so it, it's not all over. But no, I've got hope for him. I think he needs to get on the right Reddit sites and yeah. just ask Sam <laughs> because he's obviously using the right ones at the, at the seconds. You know, shout out to Sam. Um, send us your links uh, if you can. Cheers, man. So let's have a look at your uh, your game week winning. Uh, team then Ollie do you want to run us through it you could start the goalkeeper and, and work your way down yeah so we've got Ariola in goal subs him in we'll, we'll transfer him in a couple of weeks back I feel like West Ham have got some well, had some kind of relatively easy fixtures I mean Newcastle last week that's almost a gimme isn't it you know get fine. <laughs> but they're, they're kind of like you know they've got no one above a sort of three in the FDR kind of ranking yeah. so you know I was pretty happy to get him in he's quite cheap he's obviously gone up in price quite a lot because I don't think I mean, I don't know, at the start of the season, did people think he was starting or Fabianski was starting? Yeah, that was the thing. He's, he's still only 4.2 and for 4.2 for a starting goalkeeper mm, yeah, is, is pretty good. I think a lot of people will turn to him. Um, this I, I need to get him back in my team now that Flecken's been injured. Uh, but I just don't want to waste a sub on a goalkeeper at this point. Yeah, I mean... He's definitely a good shout. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Trippier, who I think, you know, open this to the floor. Do you reckon Trippier's the best player to have in your fantasy team at the minute? In terms uh, of defenders? I was, yeah, defenders-wise. Um, oh, yeah. There's no question about that. Yeah, he's... Because he's, he's not the price of, like, Trent and people, which, you know, he's Trent's been there for, like, eight million yeah. at times and stuff like well, that. Well, he's a whole million pounds less than, than uh, Trent. Yeah, I mean, I think he's just he's so good. Gets assists. Yeah. Newcastle, Form. good defensive team. And the last two game weeks, 
not this one just gone, but the two before that, he was in the top four players. Yeah. Points holes. He has the most assists in the league now. So. And, and that's the thing, Newcastle can score goals and he's off, He's on like free kicks yeah. and stuff like that. He's often getting those assists. And we yeah, often I don't think, concede. I think so. he's slowly becoming um, one of these like essentials. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And then uh, next up, we've got Dan Byrne. Um, and I make a thing of having every year I do fantasy, I want one ex oval player in. I've had like Andros Townsend, <laughs> I've had Stephen Corker for a few years, but I really wanted to get rid of him. Luke Ayling? Uh, Luke Ayling, yeah, yeah, had him yeah. a couple of years, or well, last season I think it was for a bit, and then it was pretty rubbish. <laughs> um, but yeah, really this week kind of my defence has sort of helped me out. Then I've got Romero, Van der Ven, who had a great week. And I know yeah, there's an yeah, interesting double up on Spurs for me. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm all for the Spurs double up. I have two Spurs players in my team. Um, but I thought they were rogue choices mm. um, but they've really paid off for you I believe you're the only person who's got those two in the league yeah I think I was at, well I was certainly the only one that had a van of van yeah. I think and then I don't know if anyone else got Romero because I know he had a he used to be up maybe and down Charlie's got uh, Romero yeah perhaps and then I mean to be honest that was going to be my back four which kind of always worries a little bit when you've got well, not, not necessarily, you know, two Newcastle, two Tottenham, but when you've got yeah. basically two teams in your back four. Um, but then... Because but they, Saka, were, they were good, safe fixtures. I mean, well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got, you know, West Ham, which, okay, fair, it was 2-2, yeah. but Luton, you, you're likely to get points, aren't you? No offence mm. to Luton. Um, and then I did have Saka on my team, but obviously didn't play, which I was actually quite happy about because I had Tarkovsky, number one on the bench, mm. who got seven points. See, I'm annoyed at Tarkovsky, right? I can't say his name. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Um, That's why he's annoyed at him. Yeah. <laughs> Choose a better name. Um, because uh, you, I think you had the same thing, Emilio, where yeah. he scored 14 points. Um, mm. We both used our free hit and brought yeah. him in and he blanked. Yeah. And then obviously he's gone again because of our, uh, it was free hit. Yeah, he's so up and down. down. And he, he's now got seven points yeah. this week. Yeah. It's, but I've learned. That's classic. Never putting him in again. That's the FPL I mean, curse, isn't it? The reason I got him in at the start, because I had him in from day one, is because I was like, this year's like, right, let's look at minutes played. Who played a lot of minutes last season? Get them in, because they're kind of going to guarantee points to a certain extent over the long run. So we got him in, but then, you know, with Everton's dreadful start, I was a bit like, oh, do I want him in? So, he, like I said, he was number one on my bench. Obviously paid off quite well. But they kind of move into midfield. Have Foden, didn't do great. Matoma, didn't do great. Salah, I mean, solid 15 points. Captain Harlan, because, you know, like we said a thousand times in this podcast, can you captain anyone yeah. else, really? And then I got Visa, um, who started the season off great, and I thought this is going to be... You know, my kind of Mitrovic replacement, the guy who's going to get me goals, get assists, play regularly. I could have actually only won one game this season. Yeah, though. I mean, they've drawn a lot, and well, not a lot, well, I think lost yeah, the same amount they've drawn, but. I think it was the same with uh, Mbwebo as well mm. and Vissa. They, they look yeah. like essentials, you had to have one of those. Exactly. And I missed the boat on this and brought Mbwebo in. I think uh, one week before he stopped scoring points, I think he, he got me one week one week's worth of points, and yeah. then he's blanked ever since, and that's infuriating. Yeah, Brentford's a weird one because everyone knows they're a good team, and obviously that with the whole like Ivan Tony being out, you're thinking right, is there a real chance for you know Buemo or Visa to kind of get you that cheap price and get you a load of points that you need? And it started off like yeah, okay, it was almost worth having them both in, but they've really drawn a blank, and it's almost like because I remember the first couple of weeks was like oh you know is Tony going to easily get back in this team if they keep playing well, but the minute it looks like they're really desperate to get him back, so 
it's easier to stay on my team for a little bit longer, but you know, because they, they play up top and you're like, they're going to score eventually, but I don't think Brentford could have too many more weeks like they've had in the last sort of month or so. Um, yeah. My call, my big call at the start of the season was that Brentford would get relegated. And wow. I'm going to stick by that, but I do think is that be somewhere is, towards the bottom. I think they'll be in a Is fight. that purely based on the fact that they're missing Tony? Um, I feel or like was it, just, it was just instinct yeah. and that some teams have. Uh, I mean, is this their third season or second yeah, season? Third. I thought that they skipped the second season syndrome. Mm. You do do um, that, don't they? Yeah. People talk about that second season syndrome. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we're going to try really hard. And then it's that third one that gets them where you're mm. kind of like, you almost like sleepwalking mm. to just exactly. doing being yeah I think, they, I think Brentford have been really unlucky this year actually I think mm. I, th- I don't think there's any danger from getting relegated at all hopefully they kick on I don't mind them as a team I think they deserve yeah. to be in the Prem better than Everton so. Yeah. so we were talking about that divide in the league earlier um, between the sort of the top four and the bottom five if you like or the top five and the bottom four We've touched on shit Ollie, who's ironically in the good half of the league. Shall we just have a look at Ollie's team and why 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 are we calling him Normal Ollie? Why are we calling him Ollie? Because I really He's had he's a bad couple of weeks. He's had some shit. He's had a bad couple of weeks. weeks. I mean three it's game week six, mm. sort of score eighty four, but we need to well, well, Because Ollie is another one of these players that has been playing for a while yeah um, probably a similar amount of time to yeah you. let me just look how 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 many much seasons. how many seasons he's actually been playing with it for now but I think if we call him out he'll make a change as a competitive guy uh, uh, to be fair takes... he's only actually been playing for four years okay same as me and he did get he got 2,245 points last year well, how many did you get Ollie? how many did he get he got 2,245 2,416 2,416 so you did do dramatically better than him last year maybe maybe we were too quick here it is maybe Josh was too quick exclusive to, to the out. podcast yeah. I have no longer <laughs> shit Ollie let's oh, not no, make any calls <laughs> we didn't say that Josh isn't here I'm doing what I want we didn't make any rash decisions but maybe maybe be, I mean, you are proving your point this year, but he's had an awful couple of weeks, actually. He only got 32 points this week. That's 12 below the average. That's actually shocking, That's isn't correct. it? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a lot a lot of blanks in here. So His high uh, score is on his bench. Again? Oh. There it is. Again. Mm. That's another big fine coming Ollie's way, actually. Obviously, he had uh, Ollie Watkins on the bench last year. Last week. Last week. Oh, yeah, yeah, 23 points on his bench. That, that I would have been fuming. Absolutely fuming. But he's got blanks in here from Edison, who also got booked. He's got Walker blank, Cash blank, Matoma blank, Bruno Fernandes blank, Ward-Prowse blank, Gel Pedro blank, Holland blank. And then... Son, who did get captained by three people this yeah. week, but he also he got he got six points as captain, and although he's got his extra one point for a clean sheet, I'm still calling that a blank. So the only two players he actually had in his team who scored points were uh, Anderson for Palace, who we touched on last week as a, a good player to, to to have in your team. He, he looks really strong Reducing at the moment. Um, lots of attacking returns and. Palace have actually kept the most clean sheets this season, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then Ollie Watkins as well, who he, he did get an assist this week, but I know he would have been a, a player that a lot of people brought in and, yeah. and probably expected a bit more from him. 
than yeah. than, than what, five. What, yeah, than what he got <laughs> against the struggling Wolves team. So, talking of uh, players that we're looking at who are going to score points, um, should we have a look at the players who actually scored the most points this week? Let's go. So this is a player that really frustrates me because again, it's another one of these players who. I brought in after he scored a haul. He then blanked for four weeks. I've taken him out of my team. And then he's top scorer of the week. I forgot to take him out. You forgot I forgot to take, to take him, him out. That's the only reason I have him. Um, Ollie, ha- uh, sorry, not Ollie. Uh, Teddy has him in his team. He's been patient. And that man, of course, is Raheem Sterling, who, I mean, I watched the game and it was probably one of the first times this season I've been happy for... Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I don't think I'm qualified to talk about that. I mean, let's really change this podcast. This podcast has changed, so It's mental health day, so. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> so for... Moving on. <laughs> for 90 minutes of my life, I, could, I was actually enjoyed watching the watching football because yeah, yeah. he scored a goal we, or two not only one but we've now won back to back games um, three games back to back in fact um, I know it, the last two have been Fulham and Burnley but we did beat Brighton before that as well we did go 1-0 down though against Burnley we did go 1-0 down against Burnley but it was a good goal mind have you seen it no it was a good goal um, I watched it and yeah got to see my team score four goals which has been very rare mm, it's if, good man I don't know the last time we would have scored four goals actually and we scored against PSG I don't know if you call that four goals <laughs> you <did score> <laughs> just going to say that before the last podcast when I was on we were just about to face PSG <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. and you guys were saying oh Mbappe hat-trick incoming <laughs> you know demolition Anyhow, what did happen, just to plug my team, is we scored four. So I'm right there with you. I know how it feels. And who did you score four against? Was it Burnley? Four against That's Burnley, cute. Yeah. No, that's cute. Yeah. The overall beat Averley 3-1. <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant day, bro. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah uh, Salah got... Uh, sorry, Sterling got yeah 16 points this week. Uh, he was involved in all of the goals. He, he actually honestly looked really good. I'm not going to change my opinion on of him yeah. just yet, but he actually looked really, really Freak. good. Um, but it is Burnley, so we have to do have to keep that in mind. And then another regret of mine is taking this player out of my team in I think I took him out in game week three in my wild card um, Salah he's looking like an essential he just always he always does well and I I haven't had him in my team at all this season Mm. and that is looking like a mistake because he he always gets on the score sheet or assists he gets those points every season and it's yeah it's Hard to count him out. Are you, are you tempted by Salah? He's in the team. Oh, he's in your team. Yeah, yeah. So oh, he, he wasn't to start off with. <laughs> we just went through your team. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't to start off with because I was like Harlem Salah. You know, that's that's a lot of money to spend on two players. But I was like, you know, with no Kane this year, like who's that other guy that is get like Amelia just said is guaranteed mm. to get you points. Like touching on Sterling, I think Sterling's great, and I was really tempted in my drafts that I was doing. Sterling was in there, what was he, like 7 million or 7.5 mm. something start of the season? You know, he's been up to like 10, 11 or something before, like obviously with City. And you know he's a quality player. But yeah, Sal is just one that you're like, 
if I need points, if I need goals, he's going to get them for me. So, yeah, I got him in a couple of weeks back, back moved a few players out. And, yeah, he's not going to turn up every single week, but like the game we had, he gets assists, he gets goals. Liverpool are a good team. Why wouldn't you have them team? Yeah. Come on, guys, what are you doing? And he's actually got, he's got some really good fixtures coming yeah. up now as well, actually, uh, of Liverpool. They've got Everton... At home next, yeah. I think. In a, yeah, in the next four, they play Everton, Forest at home, and then Luton away and Brentford at home. That's again. three home games and four games. Yeah, and the one away game is, is Luton. It. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the one away game is, yeah, is in the next four. Is, yeah. is Luton. Then obviously you've got City, which and then they've got City, but but Salah loves a goal against yeah. City, and then mm-hmm. they've got three relatively easy games again. They've got uh, Fulham at home, who are not playing very well. Sheffield away. Again, we we all worry for Sheffield in that game. It's certainly probably one that we're gonna to have to double up on um, Liverpool players for, and then um, and then Palace away after that before United. And we all know what um, Liverpool like to do to United. Yeah. Uh, when is that game actually? I want to see the date of that game. What the United game? Yeah, sixteenth December. Sixteenth of December. Right, you heard it here first, right? I'm gonna say this loud and proud. Ten Hag gets sacked on Sunday the seventeenth. Wow. I like that. Wow. Here, here first, guys. You that have is exclusive. Sunday, the 17th of December. Goodbye, Ten Hag. If he makes it that far. If you get sacked next week, you still lost that bet, by the way. I will be really annoyed. If, he, if they get tranced by Arsenal a couple of weeks before that, and then... Uh, they lose 18-0 uh, and they get sacked that evening. Uh, oh, you still lost, Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, he's definitely got to be a player to target. And then uh, we touched on him in your team, Ollie Van der Ven, fifteen points. How much does he cost? He's cheap. He's, he's cheap. cheap. I got him in because I was like, I saw. I mean, I remember the transfer going through, and I thought, I, 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 he was. He definitely wasn't in my game week against or in my team at the start. And I think after game week one, saw him play played like ninety minutes. Game week two, I think he played ninety minutes. I thought, hang on. You know, this is a guy who yeah. no one really knows, yeah. but is getting trusted. So yeah, put him in, and does he look the way he's playing the world? No, but you know, Spurs yeah. are playing well. They're getting clean sheets. He obviously got a goal this weekend, which obviously helped me massively. You know, Spurs have got a really easy run of fixtures coming up, really easy. And you know, they're obviously at top of the minute. Spurs have the weirdest fixtures I think I've ever seen. I was looking at them the whole season, and then I think towards the end of the season they've got. Something like Arsenal, United, or City, Newcastle. They've got like an insane run, but they've got like so many easy fixtures, which foreshadowing the most Spursy season yeah, in the world. Yeah, I can yeah, see them yeah, yeah. Yeah, ten do, points clear with they five games to go. Horrible run, do they? They have in the at the beginning of December the closest to they have to two big games in a row is um, they play uh, Man City, then West Ham, then Newcastle. But other than that, the the games against the big teams are all, all very sporadic until, like you say, at the end where they face Newcastle, City, Arsenal, and Liverpool in a row, and that could be that could be such a good season. I'm so excited. Right. I think the easy fixtures are the Spursy. Yes, yeah. the easy fixtures coming up are when they will drop points. Yeah, but it, it will look Spursy. What I'm saying is because they'll be in the top four, they'll yeah, play those four, out. they'll lose to all of those games. Then they'll probably the will be on. they'll probably lose to Burnley and Sheffield as the last two games as well as they're fighting for relegation and and, and fuck it up because yeah. they're Spurs. I can see them going, you know, being up mm. up, up there and about up until the start of that you know, final run because yeah. 
I, I do like what I'm saying. They're a very entertaining side to watch. You know, all prejudices aside, it's um, it is looking like Ange Ball is. Uh, it's a great style. I'm, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. Mm. I like him, and uh, yeah, without Kane, it's it feels like they're doing bits. And then and then we we always seem to have sort of a, a bit of a wild card in the in the top of top scorers of the week. And this week it was Jack Harrison. Um, just back from? from injuries first game for Everton and he's gone and bagged 14 points and that goal off the crossbar yeah great goal, great goal that's yeah. for sure he's quality he's, yeah he is a good player he was at uh, he was at Leeds, Leeds last yeah. year wasn't he yeah that's right and um, I did think it was quite a good signing from 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 Everton and he's obviously been injured up until this point but now he's back scoring goals great performance from Everton actually I did, I actually said in the last pod I fancy Bournemouth for this one yeah I mean Bournemouth uh, my take on who the next manager is to get sacked the Bournemouth manager I don't even know what his name is but you know he's, 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 come, manager, yeah. he's come in from you know obviously like Spain and stuff like that I think I understand what Bournemouth have gone for. I mean, second, well, yeah, well, second Essentially, they've tried to find the next Pochettino. Well, that's it. I was just going to say, I think they've always gone, let's get a Pochettino or something like that that's going to go, you know, and I think a few people have gone, oh, right, I reckon it could be really good. You know, people linked to Vartessa, well, I think they grew up in like, the same town or something like that. Yeah, they played together as, uh, as uh, in the youth team. Yeah. Really. And I just think it's one of those ones where if they got off to a good start, you know, who knows what could have happened, but Bournemouth had a really shocking start. They're not scoring goals. Yeah. They don't, you don't look at them, you know, obviously Dominic Sanenko, I guess, is their talisman. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing him score lots of goals and stuff like that. And I think, yeah, they've kind of missed a trip there where they had... Who's Gary O'Neill. I think they missed a trip there getting rid of him. He's obviously gone to Wolves. He's yeah. just strengthened the rival yeah. team there. I, like, I actually say it serves him fucking right. Yeah, yeah or exactly. When it happens. I said, when I did my predictions, I hope that Bournemouth get relegated, mm. but I actually think it will be uh, Wolves just because, not because of Gary O'Neill, but, but just because of the turmoil that the club's going through. But, but Bournemouth are really struggled to start this season yeah I mean I, I, I just think you know getting experienced Premier League managers is you know like a diamond in the rough and they've gone you know what we'll, we'll try and find the next potch or someone like that and I think they've kind of missed the target I think he's in trouble I think it'll be a couple of weeks you know I think they're one bad result away from him getting the sack and then you know where'd you go from there because it's it's horrible kind of having to rebuild a team that you've spent all summer kind of mm-hmm. building and then get another manager in but Who do you bring in yeah at this point yeah it's tougher than it would be Sam Allardyce oh well, exactly Big Sam's getting ready isn't he that's what he does uh, I think it's a bit early for Big Sam mind <laughs> we're, only, we're only game week 9 but yeah they are one that, that we have our eye on as, as being trouble and certainly certainly a fixture to target when you're looking yeah. at people to bring in when are they playing Bournemouth yeah. mm-hmm. when are they playing Bournemouth Burnley Sheffield, Sheffield United or Luton they're, yeah. they're three easy targets easy fixtures to sort of target and, and so sure. we should be due some Due some points in that in those weeks, that's for sure. So let's have a look at the big talking points for from this week. I think there's one place to start here. Have you seen the incredible record that uh, City have just dropped? They've lost back to back games for the first time in almost five years. Is that whole of Pep Train? Will that have been the first time he's lost? Yeah, I think, or he, maybe since like his first season, something. Oh, yeah, it was his first season. He had a bit of a struggle. yeah because they finished what fourth or something that first mm-hmm. season. Um, but yeah, you know, City don't lose back to back games. Uh, I know they had Arsenal, but I mean, my thinking, especially captaining Haaland was 
you've lost to Wolves, which no one saw coming. They're going to come back with a bite. They're going to be like, right, okay, we've kind of been off the pace and shown what they've done. I, I feel City this year, you know, it's ridiculous us saying when they're, what, they're second or third at the minute? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, they've obviously kind of done really well against a lot of teams. Well, but I, I, think thought, it's, I think it's quite like City that they don't start yeah, particularly... They almost need that... Ca- they almost want to chase and then go, yeah, yeah. right, you know, was, interesting. you know, remember last it's season when we were going, oh, well, yeah. Arsenal, are they going to win? Because, you know, they're so far ahead and then obviously Arsenal kind of stumble. And, and this season isn't about, you know, a matter of like, we can't lose, otherwise we don't win. Yeah. I think this season's different. Back to the normal kind of Premier League season where you can lose five, yeah. Yeah. lose six, lose yeah. seven. Yeah, it, it does look that way a little bit at the moment. Although Arsenal and Spurs both unbeaten so far this North season, London. which is is crazy to think. Well, last it, it really rubs salt in the wound for Chelsea when we're going through a bit of a tough period. Um, and now you're like the fifth best year. team in London. <laughs> now <laughs> we're like the fifth best team in London. Yeah. So um, well, we were we were the bottom. Of all the London teams, we finished lowest in the league last year. Really? Of wow. all the London teams, yeah. So it's been... That just in, in the Premier League, let's point out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure you beat Charleston or someone. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> in, the, in the Premier League, we finished lower than any of the other, um, of the other teams. So. so it's just really annoying to see our two sort of biggest rivals doing so well at the moment, especially when we're, we're not doing so well ourselves. So although saying we're not doing so well ourselves, we've, like I said earlier, we've won... Three games back to back now. Look at his um, face. Look at his face. Scored, oh, look at those eyes. <laughs> we scored eight, eight goals in three games. Oh, the goals are starting. <laughs> and now we on. go into the most horrible run oh, of fixtures. What is your run saying? Let's our, look at it. our fixtures. So after the international break, big, big game. Ooh. We have Arsenal coming back from the international break. At home. Um, the bridge. At the bridge. Okay. A prediction? Early prediction? Early prediction. Podcast um, <laughs> No, um, early prediction. Um, controversial. You're all going to laugh at me. 2 uh, 1 Chelsea. Did you take a draw? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, wow, that was quick. <laughs> okay, okay, Ollie, have you got a more realistic prediction than that one? Um. I could see a draw. I could see a draw, but I, th- I think with Chelsea now, like this could be the catalyst for them. You know, I think sometimes like we're saying about Spurs having easy fixtures, and could this be the moment where you know you, you've had a couple of runs of easy or easier games? Let's say you've got a few wins, you've got a bit more confidence in your teammates because you know Chelsea's team changes every season. So you know you're kind of looking around you if you're on that pitch, going, "Yeah, can I trust this guy? Can I trust this guy?" Could this be the catalyst? Yeah, maybe. I, I think it's more likely to be like a, I could see like a 2-0, 1-0, Arsenal. Um, Give me a break. I can see a draw, but I just think, I, I don't think the international break helps Chelsea. I think they want to kind of, you know, push on, keep their confidence going. So actually, just touching on that, not helping Chelsea, I think it actually does a little bit because a lot of our players are... Don't play for international teams. Well, yeah, no, not only that, but because we do have a lot of players that play internationally, but we have a lot of people who are just on the cusp of coming back from injury Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of players who are just like carrying niggles and stuff. So I think it's actually 
it's going to be good for us to get some rest in our legs and sort of build in-house for a week where other teams are actually off away at international camps but our team will largely stay together and and be able to recover from some of our injuries we should have Chukawakama um, which one? <laughs> Chuka Wakama, um who he scored in his last game he played against West Ham. Um, we should have him coming back from injury. Rhys James will be back from injury. Um, and then soon to be back on injury. Yeah, Chilwell may be back in When's, time. When's um, in Kunku back? Oh, in yeah, Kunku. In Kunku. In Kunku. Um, I forgot about it. I, that was like the big signing, and I, I was like, not yeah. seen him once. He, he's been injured the whole time. I, I'm pretty sure he's out for. He was out for like six months. Oh, really? Three season. Yeah. Not uh, Chelsea. Uh, they need. I, I don't think he is 10. that guy. Yeah. They need a number ten. They need someone who's going to get him. Yeah, and that's what he was going to be for us. And I think that did set. I think that's one of the reasons we've had not as good a start as everyone mm. would have thought we were going to have because he was a big player for us in pre-season and yeah it's been sad to not see him play because I think we would have picked up more points than we have if he was the thing is you don't want a new signing when it's like you know this is our big striker yeah. especially coming back not quite 100% fit you know he's yeah. going to come back first game what 80% 90% next yeah. game build kind of into it you kind of want them starting that first game of the season let's say ready to go with and the getting, school girls get, so get the confidence up and getting the chemistry with the yeah exactly and I think with him you know obviously he's missed a large chunk he's not going to come back 100% yeah he's not going to come back with the greatest chemistry with the rest of the teammates but you know this yeah. time, he's young he's a good player you he's... should never hang your hat on a new signing oh, yeah. you should always try and break them in slowly and yeah well that's one of the reasons that Chelsea haven't been doing so well since Todd took over where they've just amassed a whole new team thrown them all into yeah. the team straight away there's no chemistry See what the sticks. pressure's on and they just don't ever bond and gel we've seen it a little bit more this year but yeah Right, going back to our fixtures for that are coming up, our little run. So we've got Arsenal at home, Brentford at home, Spurs away, City away. Oh, sorry, City at home, Newcastle away, Brighton at home, United away. And that takes us into December, right? <laughs> so for the next two months, I can go back to being miserable again. I see a point there. You see a point here? Yeah, I can so, see, I can so see you a point see a, there. A point, point yeah. at Arsenal. If you get something at Arsenal, then you know you might yeah, get something at Brentford. We've definitely got to pick up points at Brentford. We definitely have to win that game. Um, the way you've got to look at it is you've got to think Luton, Sheffield United, they're probably the worse than you. So as long <laughs> yeah. as you're above them and Burnley or someone else. I think you've just about got enough to say. Yeah. It's not quite championship bound yet, mate. And Don't you can still count as a London team, right? So you will be the shit. <laughs> so there's always that too. Oh, you guys are such good friends. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. I absolutely love that. But you know, I just, I just miss the old days. Um, I really do. Which brings us on nicely to our our next topic. Um, it's a sad day for everybody involved in football. I think um, when the sad news broke this morning that Eden Hazard is retiring you were uh, like dead he, yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like wait did I see this news <laughs> did he eat too much I don't know what happened uh, it's cholesterol uh, uh, no, he retired oh, I thought he retired uh, ages ago what's this <laughs> just now he's been retired from so, the bench for about two years just honestly like all jokes aside what a player yeah what God, a yeah. player he just, was what a, I just saw a compilation of his goals and mm. um, it's he was a special player I, I, I he really was he I just, always loved him yeah 
I mean, I go way. as far as to say a prime Eason Hazard is better than a prime Salah. And whoa, that is I such think, a Chelsea. Thank God, Josh is there, mate. What Josh would say, right? When you ask Josh about the Lampard Gerrard debate, and we're not going to get into this because it's too long, right? But if you ask him about the Lampard Gerrard debate, you'll go, oh, but what Gerrard was able to do in that Liverpool team. Mm. He single-handedly dragged that team through the shittest period of time and, and won them. Basically, the, the club has to owe to Gerard what they are in that period. He was the only player that was doing anything in that period, really. But the same thing applies, and that's why, sorry, and that's why he says that Gerard is better than Lampard. Right? He's wrong, obviously, but that's why he <laughs> says it. And now I'm going to use that argument against him and say the team that Eden Hazard played in for Chelsea, he single-handedly dragged that team mm. to three or four, uh, three Premier League titles, I think. Um, single-handedly dragged them to that as well, more or less. And You had a better team than Liverpool had in Istanbul than the Champions League, though. You, you didn't have a poor team. Name your team. Like, who... It wasn't as good as... It, when it you won the league. Of, it was sort of on the back of the Drogba, Lampard, Terry era. Yeah. Uh, he come in just towards like the end of that, and then as they were they were moving out, so it wasn't the best team that we had. No, I think um, you know not com- again not comparing Hazard to Gerald or anything like that. Mm. But there was a time for two, maybe three seasons where Eden Hazard was the best player in the Premier League. Yeah, and I know obviously he's gone to Madrid, things didn't work out. You had a couple of seasons at Chelsea where it was up and down, but there was a time where he was the best player. Exactly. And every week, you know, match of the day, whatever it may be, you'd look at that and you'd say, you know, look how great this player is. And Some of the goals he scored were unbelievable. Oh. And and do you know what else? He loved a, a goal and playing against Spurs. And <laughs> do, you know, <laughs> do you know, in 2014, uh, this just goes to show how good he was and how much he loved to play against Spurs, but he scored 22 FPL points just against Spurs in the 2014-2015 season. So he, he he played them twice, obviously, in the league. That's an 11 points each time he played them. That's class, isn't it? That is class. That is class. That's not bad. I have some more more stats about his, <laughs> his 2014-15 team uh, a season. So he actually scored 233 points in FPL that year. What? That was the highest of any player in the league that year. Yeah. Unbelievable total. Uh, he scored 22 points against Spurs, like I said. He scored 77 points in just three games in December. That's insane. That is yeah. unbelievable. And then he ended up the, with the season with 14 goals and 10 assists. And that's just... That's a great season. It's crazy, yeah. isn't it? And that was it's the way he did it. It's yeah. the way he did it. And it's the manner... It, I love those small, low centre yeah. of gravity players who... And he just looks like he's enjoying flow. himself all the time. He's smiling. Well. He's smiling. He plays with a smile on his yeah. face. He's he's obviously good crap, yeah. isn't he? You want to be mates with him. You Hazard. know, he, he used to train with his... Uh, with his boots untied, like, and he didn't. Yeah. He didn't used to run anywhere. He yeah. just used to Mate. walk around, like taking a piss. Didn't out of someone people. say he was the laziest trainer? Yeah, John Terry says yeah, that. Yeah, John Terry with the that, most yeah. talent. Yeah, and he used to turn up on a Saturday and just absolutely run teams riot. Like, he obviously had talent. Cause remember, Joe Cole went to Lille mm. when and has it, and he said yeah. he's like the best player I've ever seen yeah. when he was at Lille, and obviously recommend him. I've got a question for you two. Mm. Obviously, with you know, us taking kind of like an American approach to things and you see like the Premier League now doing a Hall of Fame type thing yeah. with that players. Mm. Would you say Eden Hazard gets into your Premier League 
Hall of Fame? Yeah, I think so that, that doesn't surprise me. Um, really? <laughs> um, hmm. I think he's up there with one of the best players, or he's he's definitely up there with the best players. Mm. Like he's he's in that conversation of best players ever to play. It's more Is like all time starting like. Yeah, Chelsea team. It's more like longevity, um, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, he, be, he was only doing it for what, four or five seasons, yeah. and you go, obviously, Chelsea have got absolute legends, especially yeah. in the field. But I do, when you look at winners in in a Chelsea perspective, that we've never had anyone quite like him. Obviously, we had Iron Robin for a time. Florent Maluda. Maluda, absolute, <laughs> play, absolute player. You're right. He was not, not, not Hazard level. Um, and then you've got Zola, obviously, gets yeah. into the team. Joe Cole played oh, out on the wing for a while. What a player he was. Yeah. He's actually one of my favourite Chelsea players. Yeah. But yeah, I think if you're playing 4 3 3 Chelsea team, then. Hazard's got to play on the, on that left wing, isn't he? I think Sonny's day he was unplayable. He was unplayable, unplayable like, and, that, and that's Absolutely the thing. Like, really and I think sometimes you know we we sully players' careers when they go move yeah. elsewhere and they don't do so well. Obviously, you know, don't know what happened around Madrid, but when he was in the Premier League, so good, so far and away the best player in the Premier he, League. His for a injuries few years. just caught up with him when yeah. he got to. I mean, we've got Sky Sports News on in the background here, and this is my favourite Hazard goal. The Hazard against Liverpool. It's unreal. <laughs> Running down the right, he's just cut inside, knocked it past Robbo, I think it is, cut inside again, and just laced it to, into the uh, the far corner. What a goal that is. He's more. such a. So many goals of his that I remember that stand out to me. The goal against Arsenal, mm. uh, where he shrugs off uh, Coquelin, is it? Yeah. Um, and then just sits down, Koscielny and puts it past Petacek and then there's the the goal against West Ham do you remember this one I think he he had three players in front of him and he just goes inside one yeah. outside the other yeah, yeah, yeah. through the down. middle sits three players down yeah. and then just strokes it into the yeah. corner and it's like yeah, yeah. the only player so I can good. think back Similar for Newcastle's Ben Arthur. Yeah, um, I mean, who, streets will never forget. Yeah, exactly. yeah you know, Eden Hazard, Hazard's a bit better than them, but I think he is almost in that, like, you know, the streets never forget those players that I think, like, Hatton Ben Arthur was one that it was maybe like a game a season or a couple of games a season, whereas Eden Hazard would have like, a season every, you know, couple of seasons or something yeah. like that. So, would you argue that he's in that Hall of Fame? <sighs> I don't know. I think there's so many good players, and I, I just think it's got to do with longevity as well. I think consistency. I think at times he was, you know, is he like a, a first think, ballot Hall of Famers? I know, don't think you can name five left wingers better than Eden Hazard in the Premier League. Giggs. That's wrong. He wasn't better. He might have had the longevity. Well, well, if we're talking it, about it, yeah. points of longevity. Again, this goes as a whole like, the on their fame. day <laughs> versus Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That's one. Trying to get that isn't it? Oh my god, this is really painful because there's there's one more, at least one more that's dead obvious that you. One of the best players ever to play in the Prem. Who's he played for? Played for Arsenal. Oh, Henri? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I think it's more like a striker, yeah. yeah. But no, he played from the left, from from the left yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Um, uh, Isaac. Uh, <laughs> definitely not. The new Henri. Um, I mean, there's you put him on the spot, which is not fair. And <laughs> he's a great player. It's, well, it's, what it does is it proves my point. Look, um, uh, I'm so, not going to argue against Hazard, but the Hall of Fame thing. The Hall of Fame thing. Didn't that die out? Because no, it, no, remember it's just, the start, just doing 
they they did a big induction and then yeah. it's like, I think there's two people every year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the foot, yeah. But there's a lot of people also here. Yeah. Like, there were some obvious um, people that needed to put in, like yeah. Sheeran. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think he was like the first one. It's understandable. But anyway, moving on. Should we play some EAFC? That feels weird to say. Oh, God, I hate it. I hate it already. Uh, yeah, let's play some FIFA, shall we? And today we're going to be facing off Taylor. Versus Shaoli. So is this the is this the first time Josh hasn't played? No, so we've been alternating. So me, oh, right, I okay. played Josh first week, also and then uh, and then Josh played Sam. And I did I no, I played Sam and Josh played you. Yeah, Josh played me. I Josh played Teddy. That. Josh played Teddy. Okay. I played Sam. Josh played you. So now it's my turn to take up the mantle. Here we go. Here we go. It's me versus you. So ready for this. So close I, I suppose it's got to be Brentford Chelsea. Yeah, you over on this game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it goes down that far. Here we go. Then it is Chelsea versus Brentford at the Bridge. Two London powerhouses. Ollie, this is your first time playing FIFA. Is this is my. I think it's my first time playing on PS5. First yeah. time playing FIFA other than. <laughs> Can you talk and play at the same time? <laughs> I just I see, see you struggling to talk. I just and all that, it's my first time playing FIFA, other than when I played Josh on here the other day. Which I actually beat Josh like Did you? three. I mean, I was an athlete and he was like Plymouth or something. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, I've not played FIFA in a long, long time. Sterling. Oh! oh. Just wide of the pace. Just like he is in real life. Pep once said, right, the, the faster you kick the ball up the pitch, the faster he comes back at you. And that was very true then, wasn't it? That's right. I take my advice from Sam Allardyce. <laughs> Greatest manager of all time. Or uh, so he likes it. Do you remember when he said that last year? It was outrageous when he was trying to say he was he was the same level of manager as Pep and, uh, and Pep and so, Klopp so he should be I mean other than Leeds let's, let's just forget about Leeds yeah. and everybody else he's ever managed no I think he's got some he's got some skills has he ever not been sacked from my job well he always gets sacked because it's just Sam isn't it it's just like oh we, we're like, do you know why I hate Everton it's because remember when they had Sam and he finished like 7th or 8th or something and then the players or like, well, fans were like oh it's not the not the Everton way or something like that. Oh, was, that like, was that before Carlo Ancelotti? Yeah, and I was like, Everton don't have a way. They don't have like a star. It's not like they, they're like, you know, they have Barcelona. no right to be seventh, um, alone anywhere else. So that annoyed me a lot. And I was like, you know, I, I want Everton to do badly now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was like, you know, how, how do you expect to get higher than, let's say, eighth, wherever, wherever they were? Pretty uneventful. Oh. that. Has there been a no-no yet in this in this series? Uh, I don't think so, but you know what? I don't don't think there will be. I don't think there will be. Um, Even if there is, we'll have to go to. We can't end on a draw, so we'll have to go to extra time and pens. But um, I'm sure Chelsea will make the breakthrough in due course. That's a lie. You don't play like someone who's not played for thought. Well, I was quite good when I used to play. I mean, I never had online. I think think it's a bit like riding a bike, isn't it? I used to play on career mode, but I didn't have Xbox Live or anything. I've got on the wrong wrong person now. So yeah, it was all career mode. I used to learn like, oh, that's half time. It's still nil nil. Who'd have thought it? Who would have thought it? And I'm not particularly proud of myself. With it. I feel like I'm very proud of myself. I feel like I should should be winning this one. 
Is that in Buemo? Oh, lovely little fake shot. Oh! <laughs> that first shot of Brentford of Brentford, and it was a good one as well. It was a good save from Sanchez. Making good headway. On oh, to him. No, oh, Surely no, he scores here. Oh. And he does. Lovely shot from the inside left of the penalty area. Bends one around the goalkeeper into the top corner. Lovely stuff. Could it be floodgates here? It doesn't give me confidence, that. That has not appeased the manager. Thomas Frank making substitutions. Who is he going to bring on? Oh, he's got a flip come out. Oh, Oh, what a goal. It is floodgates. Mudrick is absolutely... Torn Brentford apart. They looked at, didn't really look like they knew what was going on there. <laughs> I mean, that's true. A few little bits of skill moves and then just a dark back off it. This the, game's uh, so unrealistic. We've never done that. No. Got one goal. One goal's what I want. Let's move around, but boys. Can Chelsea can't so we just play. record one soundbite of us going, oh, no, he scores. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> Oh, Back lovely side. turn. Oh, I can't believe he's not scored. Can he get one now? Oh, yeah. my he God. What is the defence doing? Oh, and that's two, two all is two all. It's 4 0 to Chelsea. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Renford, they must be. Oh, it's the Elmo's And the ball's gone out for a throw in. What was that three shots you've had Good game. Well done, good game. Well, well played, Taylor. Well played. Honestly, you, you put a good show in, in for about 50 minutes and then. There's a solid first half and then the floodgates opened. Uh, well, listen, thank you so much for coming. It's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. Um, did you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was good fun. Obviously, uh, apart from the end bit, I feel like I'm going to be the area. You know what I'm saying? It was good, good to chat with you boys. And, um, yeah, hope you'll be back again soon. Yes, mate. Yeah, definitely. Well, that is that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Evil Days Pod. Uh, give us a follow, send us any questions, uh, and uh, we'll see you again next week.